Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach dedicated to inspiring women and the men who support them to rise up in life, love, and leadership. When I was playing basketball as a little kid, I was pretty average. I wasn't horrible, like the kid who couldn't dribble and lost the ball and kicked it off his shoe, and you're right. But I also wasn't the one you wanted to pass it to in order to make the last second winning shot. I was just kind of average. Same thing with sports in high school. Same thing with my grades. Just kind of average. But these days, I'm starting to rethink what it means to be average. And today, I want to introduce you to Lindsay Mango, who is challenging us to live an anything but average life. Now, Lindsay is a life and business coach who's passionate about helping women who are ready to change their lives and want to change the world through their work. After graduating with an accounting degree and completing her college volleyball career as the captain of the team, I will tell you, at the University of Louisville, which happens to be the city where I was born, unfortunately, Lindsay struggled to find her way. After six corporate jobs, feeling stagnant in her long-term relationships, and trying network marketing twice, she knew something had to change. She actually hired a life coach herself, and it quickly became apparent that Lindsay was made to be a coach. She now coaches women to create a life and business that's anything but average. And she's the host of the Anything But Average podcast. I'm excited for you to hear our conversation on the subject, and I know you'll walk away with several nuggets of wisdom. Now, before we jump into this episode, I want to let you know that I'm actually adopting a more consistent schedule when it comes to releasing episodes. Over the last year, I've just kind of released one or two or three throughout the week whenever I felt like it. And I realized, ah, I got to get more consistent in my life about not only podcasts, but about some other things. So from this point forward, I'll be posting a new podcast episode every Monday and Wednesday. So you can count on those being released and available when you wake up. That is if you're sleeping in the United States. If you're sleeping somewhere else, maybe they'll pop up in the middle of your day. I don't know. In addition, I'll be going live every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, which is 7 p.m. Eastern, on both Instagram, our username is InspoRising, as you know, as well as inside our private Facebook group, which is called Inspiration Rising Insiders. Most weeks, it'll be a two-part theme, so you'll get part one on Tuesday afternoon, part two on Thursday afternoon. Of course, you can watch and engage while I'm live, or you can watch the replay anytime. So I want to encourage you to join the private Facebook group. Once again, it's called Inspiration Rising Insiders. You can search for that on Facebook, or I've just created a short link for you to make it easy. It'll take you right to that page, answer a few questions, I'll welcome you in. It is insporising.com slash insiders. That's insporising.com slash insiders. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Lindsay Mango. Well, Lindsay, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Thanks, David. I'm super excited. It's nice to get some like human interaction right now. <laughs> yes, yes. We're holed up in our houses um, quite <laughs> yeah. a bit. All right. I want to talk to you about this whole mantra, this idea of anything but average. What does it mean to live an anything but average life? Yeah. So living in anything but average life is all about being in the pursuit of like everything you want. So I think sometimes when people hear that, they immediately think like, 
um, I'm knocking average, but really what I'm saying is it's, it's not about being perfect. No one's perfect. No one's life is perfect. We will always have evolutions of ourselves and of our lives, but it's all about, you know, constantly being in the pursuit of being our, the best version of ourselves and creating the things that we really want. Um, and for my people and for myself, like, you know, three, four years ago, I just felt like I had so much more potential than what I was doing in my life. And that's really what it's all about. It's like taking that first step to start to unlock your potential and then really starting to create a life that blows your mind. Mm, Okay. So you said you think people might be uh, assuming that you're knocking average. And so I do want to ask you about that because what is wrong with average? Like, what if I'm not pursuing, you know, kind of always on the go, pushing, grow, grow, you know, I'm transforming, I'm going to hit my goals. What if I just want to chill? You know what I mean? Get a job and just be average. Yeah. So I think everyone's version of average is different. And that like your, someone's version of anything but, but average might be to learn how to slow down right? I work with a lot of high achievers and some of the, a lot of the work we have to do is to stop striving so much and really like turn inward and create a relationship with themselves that they need to have to have a great life Um, or really be present and stop striving so much. For some people, it is about pushing the gas down a little bit more. So to me, average, you know, it's no one really gets to define that other than ourselves. And so it's really, you know, figuring out, you know, what that version is for us and then developing a path to get there. And then I think on the other hand, you know, some people are okay with that and I have no judgment, right? Like I know not everyone, I truly believe that not everyone has their own path and we all are meant to pursue that path, whatever we're meant to do, right? For me, you know, like building this massive business that changes the world is like my mission. For someone else, it might be like my mom. It might be being the best stay-at-home mom she could ever be and serving her two daughters the way that she needed to at the time. Um, I think it's important for people to understand that, you know, we all have our own missions and we all have our own path. And that doesn't always have to look like this big flashy, like change the world type of thing. But for my right people, the people that I'm meant to serve, it really is about like unlocking their potential and living their best life. Mm -hmm. What's interesting as more of a type A personality as well, what is average in among a lot of type A individuals is hustle, push, grind, right? Ironically, that is what's average. Like yeah. That's what is the norm, you know, so to speak. Totally. And so to be anything but average is to go, hmm, I don't know if that's serving me all the time. You know, what would it look like? Like you said, you said pull back, rest, contemplate, right? 100%. Yeah, I think, I mean, again, I work with a lot of high achievers. I am a high achiever. You obviously are too. And I think it is our innate um, kind of, reaction to go, 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 hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. But to me, and anything but average life, like for myself is having that harmony of purpose and mission and living my life and being present in my life. And 
really to me, it's like being here for the human experience. And to me, the human experience isn't just about skipping around like through the flowers and daisies and having everything be perfect. Sometimes the human experience looks like feeling your emotions and like sitting with negative emotion and like really learning how to create more in your life life by doing less. Mm -hmm. Um, So totally, I 100% agree with that. So what what brought you to this point? Like what what is it in your life that caused you to want to see the world through this lens that you see it? Yeah. So um, my whole life, uh, I played college volleyball. Like my whole life was just all about volleyball and sports and athletics and the achievement of that. And so I think from, you know, my husband jokes with me that I've been training for like this, like life playing field kind of my whole life. Um, which obviously helped me a lot. It helped me see the world um, in a different way. It helped me learn how to work hard and how to take ownership and all of these things. Um, But after that, after I was done with college and this like thing that I loved my whole life was just over. Oh, so hard. Yeah, I I felt really lost. You know, I wasn't really mentally prepared for what it would feel like. You know, everyone's end of something looks different. It could be an end of a marriage. It could be an end of a career. For me, it was my an end of my athletic career. And really the thing that kind of gave me like significance and meaning. Mm-hmm. Sure, of um, course. When that door closed, I was like aimlessly walking Who around. Who am I? What do I do? Yes, exactly. So that kind of shot me out into the career world and I started working different jobs and I was really just trying to find myself and figure out like what I needed to do. And, you know, it kind of got me stuck in this loop of living my life the way that like everybody, I felt like everybody else around me was living their lives and just Mm. like thinking, okay, I, I guess this is how life is. We just show up at a job at eight, we leave at five, we count down the hours till the weekend and our vacation days. And like, this is just how life is. Yeah. So I kind of went on this like seven year journey of trying to like swallow that pill and like it not sitting right mm. and changing jobs. Like I literally changed my job seven times. I had an wow. accounting degree. Yeah. I changed, I, I got into sales. I did marketing. I did, um, you know, I did HR, I did accounting, I did it all. And so really what it was, was my process of like figuring this all out. Mm. And I had, I was in a long-term relationship before I had changed relationships. So I say all this to say that I was looking for something that I like couldn't figure out what it was or Mm. how to find it. And I kind of had this like, just like come to Jesus moment where I realized I was trying to change every circumstance in my life and take every action I could. And I still didn't have what I wanted or Mm. felt the way that I wanted. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of when I realized I was the common denominator. Like Mm -hmm. I was the one, like it wasn't my job's fault or my circumstances fault or my boyfriend's fault that I wasn't living the life that I wanted. It was me. Mm. And when I really had that moment, um, it opened my mind up to a world of possibility. Like so many people ask me, they're like, didn't that feel that moment feel terrible? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, it was actually the most empowering moment of my life because I was like, wait, if I'm the one creating all this stuff that I'm not happy about, right, right, right. 
I also get to write this, rewrite my story. Was this like a conversation with somebody when this opened up or was it like a moment where you quit a job and you know what I mean? Like, take me to that. Was it like, or is it like a bunch of different moments all scattered around? Yeah. Great question. So I kind of, I think it was like a gradually and then suddenly kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think for a long time, I just quieted that inner voice and like, just shut it up. And then, you know, like, I would switch the job and then the same thing would happen. So I actually got into network marketing about five years after college. Okay. And what that really did, it's not how I built my business, but that was just the start of like reading personal development and being like learning and growing in this Mm -hmm. new way. So that was kind of really like a, a big domino that started to fall. And then what actually really changed it all was I went to a networking event for my corporate job And I met this girl who said she was a life coach. And I'm like, life coach? Like, what the heck's that? And um, then I meet her for coffee. I I I was in a recruiting job. I had to meet with a bunch of people. And so I just was like, I'll meet with this girl. So it was very serendipitous or however you want to say it. She meets me for coffee and... I like, I'm like, wait a minute, what do you do? And she's like, well, this is what I do. And then all of a sudden it just like hit me. Like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Like, this Mm. is the sign I've been asking for. So I like pour my heart out and I'm like, I keep feeling stuck. This is what's happening. I know I meant for something so much more. And, um, all I needed was that like opportunity and that permission to be like, you're not crazy. There's, Mm. there is more and I can help you make it happen. Mm. Um, I hired her that day and that like, just, it started, things started to just happen so fast. Let's be honest. All this social distancing, working from home, educating the kids, listening to the news. It's more than overwhelming. It's Corona-whelming. See what I did there? Now imagine, just for a moment, if that buzz of anxiety, that heaviness of worry, if all of that was lifted from you, imagine what it can feel like if you are willing to embrace your power to make creative, thoughtful decisions about your future. Not only is this possible, it's exactly what you can expect when you apply the principles that I teach in a powerful mini course called Overcoming Corona Whelm. If you go to insporising.com slash overcoming, that's insporising.com slash overcoming, learn more about this short mini course called Overcoming Corona Whelm. If you use the coupon code PEACE50, you'll get $50 off. So we're now in the middle of the coronavirus, and this idea of anything but average seems a little daunting in some ways because... Like maybe I'm laid off or I'm furloughed for my job. Maybe my hours got cut. Maybe my business is now just going in the hole. Um, Maybe I'm now with my partner or husband who's just driving me crazy Mm -hmm. every minute of the day. My kids, I got to somehow keep up with some kind of schoolwork. And you're, Lindsay, you're asking me to be above average. Are you kidding me? I'm just trying to- (laughs) Trying to keep my head above water. Yes, I'm dying here. Okay. Here's some Oreos. Go sit down. You know, yeah, totally. <laughs> what 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 does this look like? How can I be anything but average during this time? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing with the coronavirus is that it has just put a magnifying glass on all the things that have been like subconsciously already there. 
Um, and what I mean by that is like, of course, before you had your job and maybe you got laid off. So I'm not saying like, yes, circumstances are different. I'm not being oblivious to that fact that is true. Um, but if you really look at it and you take a step back, all of the like kind of triggers or the beliefs or the things below the surface or the unhappiness below the surface is just getting a light shined way brighter on it right now with all of this happening. And so when I think about anything but average with this circumstance and this thing that's impacting the world in such a massive way, what I really see is just an opportunity for all of us to slow down and look at what is this bringing up in me? What fears and doubts is this bringing up in me? You know, am I relieved that I'm away from my job or am I scared because mm. secretly I really don't feel like I have a lot of certainty within myself? Um, and what little habits have I really wanted to create that are even harder to create now because my kids are home or my husband or wife is home? Um, it's just really giving us an opportunity to almost go like, I think about it as like, micro instead of macro, right? Mm. Like focusing on these small beliefs, these small thoughts, these small things that are getting in the way and learning how to create some new habits and working through those things instead of ignoring them. Because it's almost like you really can't ignore them now. They're like mm -hmm. in your face. Um, so again, I think sometimes during this time when I say anything but average, I'm, I'm guarantee people scroll past my page sometimes and are like, I can't even think about living my dream life right now. And anything but average right now might not be pursuing your biggest, scariest dream. It might be making that small shift you need to make to create a new habit to mm -hmm. move your body every day. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be what ultimately lays the foundation for your big dreams and your anything but average life. Hmm. I know on your um, podcast, Anything But Average, you talked about a couple of mindset shifts that you are encouraging us to make during this time. And I'd love for you to share those two, if you don't mind, because I thought yeah. they were really powerful. Um, break, break those two mindset shifts. Obviously, we can make a lot of different mindset shifts, but yes. here are two that you're suggesting. Yeah. So the first one is there is always a creative solution. So this is something I think I had before the coronavirus that has always helped me and served me in a lot of ways, but has come into it an even more like important piece right now. Um, because when you believe that there's always a creative solution, what you do is you open your mind up to the fact that there are solutions. Whereas a lot of us during a time like this, when our, your job might be taken away or your hours are cut, your brain might be saying, I'm screwed. Mm -hmm. And if you have the thought all the time, I'm screwed, there's no options. There's no way out of this. Yeah, what'd you say? There's no way out of this. Exactly. When no. you have that thought, you don't give yourself the opportunity to come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. If I truly believe that I'm screwed and there's no way out of this, my brain is definitely not going to spend any time right. trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then you just keep yourself stuck. But if you were to say, okay, like there's always a creative solution, what creative solutions are available to me right now? What you do is I call it like the idea sandbox. 
is like you give yourself the opportunity to jump into the sandbox and mm-hmm. like play in the sand and figure out what solutions there might be available to you. Mm-hmm. And I know some of you guys might be like in feeling in dire circumstances, but really giving yourself that opportunity to jump in the sandbox and come up with ideas will make you feel better. You'll feel like, oh, look at all of these solutions. Look Mm -hmm. at all these opportunities instead of feeling like you have no options. Mm -hmm. And so I also like for that, I recommend people to use that and say, okay, if there was a creative solution, like what could it be? And coming up with like a list of 10, 20 solutions. When you do that is you stretch your mind and now you've got this list. Some of them might be, not good ideas. Mm -hmm. But again, playing in the sandbox isn't about having the right idea or the perfect idea. It's about giving yourself the option to come up with ideas because I'm sure five, two ideas out of that list Mm -hmm. are going to be good ones and are going to be ones that you can use. And so when you have that thought, you give yourself the opportunity to develop develop those ideas. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes I think that we rule things out from even being a possible solution um, because it's not what we normally do. It might feel a little uncomfortable. It um, might require us to exert um, our voice in some way. All of those things mean that we're going to have to do something that's a little out of the ordinary. I tell my kids all the time this. I just go, there's always a, always a solution. Yes. Always. It may not be what you want exactly, but you can figure, you know, we can figure out something in the midst of this. Um, let's think for a minute about some solutions that people might be wrestling with right now that we could just throw out a bunch of different yeah. ideas. Like, for instance, um, let's talk about relationship challenge. Like, if there's a rub in a relationship, whether it's with a partner, spouse, kid, what are some ideas or options or solutions that we could just kind of throw out there? Yeah, um, I think, you know, (laughs) I'm imagining like this show called The New Girl and she calls it like the feeling stick. (laughs) It sounds silly, but I'm imagining something where you can create some space where it's like, okay, we're not allowed to like react to creating 10 minutes a day where it's like, we're just going to sit down and we're not going to blame each other for how we feel. We're just going to talk about what we are feeling right Mm -hmm. now and Mm -hmm. open up that conversation Um, instead of like, Usually when you have that rub, what we like to do is we like to make the other person responsible for how we feel instead of taking ownership over our own feelings. Mm -hmm. So I think creating some space and doing that would be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what can also happen is spending time apart. You know, I think sometimes when it comes to relationships, we think we need to like be up in there and have it talking about it. I know women, we love to do that. We're like, let's talk it until it's dead kind of thing. Um, But I think spending some time alone and with yourself can create a better conversation with Mm. your significant other or in your relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, It might look like doing something fun together, you know, like my husband is also a coach, so you can imagine the conversations we have, but um, we still have that, that friction sometimes. And so like creating new experiences for ourselves, like we did, you know, like we were planning like a sushi night or just something. It doesn't even have to cost more money. It can be like a movie night or watching our wedding video, um, creating space where you can just have like intimate time together and fun together. Mm-hmm. Would be good, something good. that you do. Yeah, that's good. I'll throw out a couple. One yeah. is um, uh, looking for the positive intention in the other person. So mm, if they 
um, have done something that feels like a rub or feels awkward, what would be the positive intention behind what they're doing? Mm, um, so that, good. That's one thing that, to keep in mind. Another is um, how can you believe the best about the other person? It goes hand in hand with the uh, idea of positive intention. But um, if you're believing that somehow they're intentionally um, driving you crazy by chewing with their mouth open, okay, well, that's probably not true. They're probably not intentionally doing that. Yeah. Right? It's, it's unintentional. So um, they're just relaxed. They're doing their thing, right? It bothers you, but that's okay. Um, they are not trying to bother you. They're just being themselves. They're not intentionally doing that. So that's believing the best in people. Um, let's see. Another one could be um, even some online counseling or coaching right now. I've been coaching people via Zoom, uh, couples um, that are going through some challenges right now. And uh, you can reach out and uh, receive that from a lot of different people. One of the websites, what I know people connect with me on is bark.com, B-A-R-K. Mm. And you can just get counseling via Zoom anywhere. So if you're going through a challenge, maybe it's worth reaching out to a counselor and just you know spending a few time, few minutes with them. That's lots of solutions. How about Love a couple that. of financial solutions? Because that's a big challenge for people right now. What are some financial ideas either to cut back or generate more income that you might have? Yeah. So I, I've been coaching a lot of my women in anything but average on this. You know, what is, is there something you've been wanting to start like a little business or a side gig that you really wanted to start? And this is actually giving you the opportunity to offer that. Right. And then also thinking about like framing it in a way where it's something that's needed right now. Right. Like hand sanitizer just blew up. Right. There are companies that are growing right now because they are focusing on the needs of the consumer. So thinking about what is something that I've been wanting to bring to the world and what is something that people need right now? And I, how can I mash those two together and offer a service or offer support in some way, shape or form that would help them? I even think like I've seen someone, people making like cloth um, face masks, right? Mm -hmm. That might not be your jam, but like, again, there is a solution and coming up with something that's going to add value to people's lives now more than ever. Um, I think about uh, cutting back on some of the extras. Like I know I have a bunch of subscription things that I don't even use and like looking for things like that, just to cut them out. There's no reason to do that. I think also seeing that we're not going out and spending as much money as we usually are. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, we're not going out to dinners. We're not going to the movies. We're not shopping. We're staying at home and seeing that in a way you're going to offset that cost too in your finances. Um, trying to think of some other ideas. Maybe there's stuff that you can sell like at your house that you don't need clothes that you haven't worn in years that have the tags on them. I mean, these are simple examples, but they're, again, when you think that there's a solution to anything, you can come up with solution after solution. Absolutely. Even right now, a lot of banks are deferring loans or leases yes. um, for a month or two. And that can be a huge relief during this time. Um, and of course there's, uh, the whole, um, loan program for small businesses that just came out through the federal government. Um, there are lots of, lots of opportunities there. Um, okay. So the first one, the first mindset shift I'm hearing you say is that there's always a creative solution. So if I feel like I'm getting stuck, like I, I, I okay, gosh, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I can't think, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? That's really the question that people ask. What am I going to do? There's always a, hear Lindsay's voice in your mind say, there's always a creative solution. Okay, yep. good. 
Mindset shift number two. Yeah. Uh, And let me add one more thing to that really quick in case you're in that. I I actually call it like, I don't know land. Our mind loves to get stuck in I don't know land because Mm -hmm. it keeps us safe um, and protects us in a way. You might be thinking, well, how does it keep us safe? It keeps us safe from, we don't want to do it wrong. We don't want to come up with the wrong idea. So again, when you're approaching that one, just think there's no bad ideas. There's no wrong ideas. Let me just answer the question. What, what could I do? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just something useful to apply that one. The second one is asking yourself, how is this happening for me? So a lot of times when stuff like this happens, we feel like this is happening to us. We feel like we don't have any control. And when you don't, when you feel like you don't have any control, it feels pretty terrible. You Mm -hmm. like, you have no power. So asking yourself the question, how could this be happening for me? And again, challenging yourself to come up with an answer or like 10 answers Mm -hmm. is really going to help you see where there's opportunity and possibility here instead of, I have no options, I have no choice. So just in like some tangible things, like how is this happening for me? For me, when I ask myself that question, I'm like, how is this happening for me? This is giving me the time and space that I needed to finish some big projects in my business that I've been asking to finish. And now I can't go out anywhere and distract myself. Or how is this happening for me? Again, maybe you've been wanting to start on a passion project and you just haven't made the time for it. This is giving me exactly the time that I need in order to do that. How is this happening for me? My husband and I haven't been able to spend as much time together, right? So now we can really use this time to sit down and be together and be present with each other. Um, Even like health, right? I know right now everyone's like snacks are screaming from their cabinets. Um, but the women in my program, we're focusing for 30 days on creating health, wealth, and hitting one other goal to take this time to, um, create habits, Mm. right? How is this happening for me? It's happening for me to learn how to manage my, myself around food and Mm. around like making time to move my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a great question. Like I use that question all of the time, even when something this massive isn't happening. Like when I launch something and it doesn't work the way I want it or anything, I'm like, how is this happening for me? And I challenge myself to develop an answer and it totally changes how you feel about the situation at hand. Mm-hmm. So good. All right. There's always a creative solution. And how is this happening for me? How is it serving me in some way? All right. So um, I heard you say something earlier and I want to go back to it. You said everything you're talking about things have happened gradually for you in your life. And then suddenly, what does that mean to happen gradually and suddenly? Because a lot of times things just feel like they take forever, whether it's a relationship or coming out of debt or getting the job that I want, or even this, you're talking about anything but average. It's going to take me forever to do a side project or whatever. What do you mean by it goes gradually and then suddenly? Yeah, this is a quote, actually, my husband, I can't take credit for it. My husband always says it. I don't know who said it, but I'll have to find out. But to me, what that means is um, it's like when you first start out with something, you have to like build the momentum in it, right? So like when I first started my business or when I first started this kind of soul searching, it kind of felt like I was like pushing a boulder, like up a mountain. Hmm. I was confused a lot. I I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. And all of like, there were so many different pieces at play. And I kind of think of them as 
roadblocks that I had never experienced that I had to learn how to move through. Hmm. But what happens is every time you learn how to become the person to get past a roadblock, you've now grown and you can manage the next roadblock a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So then over time, you start to develop habits, you start to grow in, in your mind and who you're being, and that starts to develop some momentum. And then as you develop momentum, that's when it starts to like pay off and you start to see results. So for me, I think about like, you know, I feel like you can make a shift in a split second. Like it really can happen in a second, like deciding to go all in, deciding like for me, when I started to decide or when I decided that I wasn't available for guys who didn't treat me the way I deserved to be treated, my husband showed up like a month later, mm. right? So I don't think, I, the gradually happened way before that, right? Yeah. When I dated all the wrong people and I you know, wasn't available for him, this suddenly happened when I finally became the person to make a powerful decision mm. and be all in, that's when my results happened fast. Mm -hmm. And I think that that perspective really helps a lot of people because they get, we get so frustrated. We want to get there as fast as possible when, you know, you could be enjoying the journey of the gradual part and showing up for those lessons and knowing that it will pay off. And one day, like, this is how I feel now. One day I like look back and I'm like, whoa, like this all happened so yeah. fast. But yeah. while it was happening, I was like, oh, I can't so wait much to much work. Get yeah, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Good. And you help people. Uh, get through the gradually part so that they're set up for the suddenly moment uh, through your program called Anything But Average. Tell us a bit about that program and who that would be good for. Yeah. So this program is for women who know that they are meant for so much more in their life and they find themselves getting in their own way. So they, they get stuck in confusion. You're like, well, I don't even know what I would want to do or how do I figure this out? Or who am I? A lot of, of my clients say that, like, who am I to do that? Mm. Or I'm a mom. How can I do that? So um, they want more. They want to create an anything but average life. They want to grow, but they don't know like how to actually do that. And mm -hmm. so we are really covering three main things in that program, how to master your mind, because that's really at the core of everything, mm -hmm. how to master yourself and who you are and how you're showing up, and then mm -hmm. how to master your actions so that you can create results. So the cool thing about it is, you know, some of the women in there focus on their health. Some of them are focused on finding their purpose and creating a business that creates income. Some are focused on healing their relationship with money or relationships with their significant other. They all have like different versions of mm -hmm. anything but average, but the process to creating it is always happening in between your ears, within yourself and in the actions you take. And that's what the program's really about. Awesome. And they can find that at your website, lindsaymangocoaching.com. Yep. lindsaymangocoaching.com forward slash anything but average. There you go. L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Yes.com. <laughs> and yep. we'll of course have that in the show notes. You can swipe up on your phone now and you can find that. But you also have a podcast, the Anything But Average podcast. Yeah. Tell us about, about that. 
Yeah. So it actually, it literally just changed like two episodes ago. So it used to be Soul CEO, um, which has over a hundred episodes. They're all still available and really similar concept, um, but it all just really started to come together. So again, focus on mastering your mind, mastering yourself and mastering your actions to create a life that really blows your mind. So, you know, my first two episodes just came out on that one, but you can always go back and listen to the first hundred episodes on the podcast that I had before. And it's all in the same spot. Awesome. LindsayMangoCoaching.com. Lindsay, thank you for taking some time, sharing your wisdom and some mindset shifts for us today that we all definitely need. So thank you. Thanks, David. I'm so grateful. It's been so fun. If you found this episode with Lindsay to be inspiring or helpful in any way, please share it with a friend. These episodes are free of charge, and one of the ways that you can make an investment in the podcast is actually just by sharing it with a friend or family member who you believe would find it interesting and useful as well. All you have to do is take a screenshot, text it to them, tell them to subscribe to the Inspiration Rising podcast on their favorite podcast app. Also, if you haven't already, check out my new book. It's called Empowered to Rise, and it's available on Amazon. A special link for you, insporising.com slash book. That's insporising.com slash book. All right, love you guys. Have a great week.